my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. All right, welcome back. You are listening to another episode of the Mark Moss Show where we are discussing, we're bringing you up to speed, and we're helping you navigate the intersection of politics, finance, and technology. Of course, we're talking about the decentralized revolution that is changing the world as we know it today. It's happening really fast. Now, I try to bring you the education you need so you can understand these complex subjects very simply. And you can help to uh, navigate them a little bit better. I also try to bring you the latest breaking news so you're up to date on what's going on. And that's exactly what we're talking about today um, because, man, it's changing fast. If you're not up to date on what's going on, then uh, you, you, you're, just not, you're just not keeping up with what's going on in the world today. And that, that could be very dangerous for you, uh, both uh, socially, politically, and financially. Um, I like to say uh, an Ayn Rand quote. If you don't know who Ayn Rand is, then you're missing out on that as well. You should really read more books. <laughs> she wrote the book um, Atlas Shrugged, which is a great book. Um, it's a long book. If you haven't read it, you should put it on your list of books to read. And if uh, you're not going to put it on your list of books to read, then at least watch the at least watch the movie. They made a movie about it. Um, 
true true Iron Man fans of Atlas Shrugged don't like the movie. I think it's pretty good. Um, and you can watch it in about two hours, and it's actually pretty good with some pretty good actors, and it's it's entertaining. So uh, check that out, Atlas Shrugged. Um, but anyway, back to her quote. She says that you can choose to ignore reality, but you can't ignore the consequences of reality. And so I get it if you're not always paying attention to this stuff, but it's not going to change the fact that it's going to impact your life. So you can either be surprised and wonder what happened, or you can uh, make things happen. I guess that's a better way to say it. On a light note, uh, I saw today that the Senate unanimously passed a bill to make daylight savings time permanent. Oh, that's pretty interesting. It's been nice having the longer hours, the longer uh, daylight here at the, end of the, at the end of the day. Hopefully you've been enjoying that. It looks like it could be permanent. still has to get through the house, I suppose. But um, shoot, that could, be, that could be a real thing. <laughs> Not my typical topic. I just happened to see that pop up and I thought it was interesting. Uh, but, you know, um, a lot of things are happening, with, you know, as this world is going through this crazy pace. Um, I've been talking about how, um, man, the war with Russia, Ukraine and the sanctions that the U.S. and other nations are imposing on it and how it's really radically changing the, the system as we know it. And it seems like, oh, man, it just seems like they just can't stop doing things that are leading to their own demise, like literally destroying them. Oh, man, if you guys remember back um, with there was the famous uh, GameStop where um, all these uh, traders from um, Reddit, Wall Street bets went on and they put a bunch of shorts. Well, they, they did a short squeeze on uh, GameStop where um, a hedge fund, um, I believe it was Melvin Capital, was super, super short. They had placed a lot of short bets, basically betting that the price of GameStop would go down. And they're trying to drive the price of that stock down. And a bunch of nostalgic... Uh, I don't know what we'll call them. Not really investors, but traders, I guess we'll call them that to be nice or degenerate gamblers if I want to be a little bit more mean. Uh, but basically all these nostalgic uh, um, traders got onto Reddit and they kind of organized this thing to do a short squeeze, which was to buy, buy it to push the price up. And what happens is when they were short that GameStop, they're basically borrowing against it. And so as the price starts moving up, they're losing money because they're shorting it, they're betting it, the price will go down. But as the price went up, they were losing money. And so they had to keep putting more money in to um, to keep their position going. And the these Reddit traders from Wall Street Bets were able to put so much money in that it nearly bankrupt Melvin Capital, and they had to get a bunch of money infused. But then what happened was even worse. Um, then like Robinhood halted trading, and then um, they Reddit shut down the message board, and Discord shut down their servers, and they did everything they could to stop that. They made it where people couldn't sell anymore. All these things to protect Wall Street. So Wall Street didn't lose any more money. And as bad as that was, as much as that ruined the integrity of the system, in my in my view, it's only continued to get worse. And so we saw this week, as, as, uh, as I've been talking about a lot, if you listen to me on a regular basis, as the governments around the world, all the central banks around the world, continue to print an unlimited amount of fake, counterfeit, paper, fiat, currency, creating money from thin air. And the more that they create money from thin air, the more people are going to want to buy real, tangible, real things that can't be artificially increased or inflated created. So um, those are things like commodities. Those are things like oil, like wheat, like gold, like nickel, and yes, like Bitcoin. Uh, Bitcoin's not tangible. You can't hold it in your hand, but it can't be artificially created. Um, and so 
we saw um, this week something big happened. I saw um, that the LME forced a halt to nickel trading and it canceled deals after prices topped over a hundred thousand dollars. So this was this was unprecedented. The LME is the London Metal Exchange. Now, what a lot of people don't know probably about the the metal industry, the gold industry, is that it's it's uh, probably the farthest thing from like an actual free market. Um, so a free market, you know, stocks are basically trading freely every day, and through the buying and selling, it finds um, price discovery, right? The price is discovered. Um, but the gold markets don't work like that. Um, they're set. Um, the price of gold is set every morning by a couple of guys on the phone call from the LBMA, London Bullion Market Exchange, and and um, they uh, they basically set the price, and so we also have the London Metal Exchange, the LME. They also kind of control the price, and so they were forced to halt nickel trading. Now, nickel's a, a commodity; it's a mineral that's used especially for um, batteries for EV vehicles, things like that. And they canceled trades uh, after prices doubled on Tuesday to more than $100,000 per ton. Um, and it was blamed on short covering by one of the world's top producers. So very similar to what happened with uh, GameStop, short covering. And so what happens is a lot of times these producers, because they're so long, um, meaning they're, they have so much material in the ground, they're, they're long. If they own it, if you own it, you're basically uh, betting that the price goes up. That means you're long. And so since, a lot of times these producers, since they're already so long, they'll go ahead and... Um, put some shorts to kind of hedge that. If the price drops down, they're protected a little bit. And we saw that um, the shot came after as Western sanctions threatened supply for major producer Russia. So all these all these sanctions on Russia has created lots of unintended consequences. And so it, it uh, threatened the supply. Remember supply and demand. If you don't have enough supply and demand stays up, then what happens with the price? It goes up, obviously. And it says uh, it marked the biggest crisis to hit the 145-year-old exchange in decades. And um, they said it's, it's unprecedented, they said. They said the suspension of the nickel market has created a number of issues for market participants which need to be addressed. Buyers are scrambling for the metal crucial for making stainless steel and electric vehicles. And traders said some positions holders have also been struggling to pay margin calls. So these people that are short it are being caught on the wrong side and now they're having to meet these margin calls or having to come up with this money. But that's not the, that's not the story I'm really wanting to tell you here. The story I want to tell you here is that in order to save a few big investors, to save Wall Street, basically, the LME halted all trading. And not just halted trading, they canceled orders on individual investors who had made millions and millions of dollars. Said, nope, uh, you, made, you, made, you, you risked your money. You did the hard work. You did the research. You took all the risk. You made all the money. Congratulations, but we're not going to pay you. We canceled all that. Sorry. And in order to say, supposedly, in order to save the system from crashing, they had to ruin the entire integrity of the system. And this is what happens at the end of these long-term debt cycles. I read a quote uh, last segment from Vladimir Lenin when he says, at the end of this cycle, um, basically the best way to get money would be to would be gambling and theft. And that's exactly what happened. And so we're witnessing this breakdown in real time. I mean, the last time, uh, I mean, the LME basically just decided to cancel $4 billion worth of nickel trades last week just to save Wall Street, they saved JP Morgan and some local brokers. 
it's that bad. And it, I mean, this just dwarfs everything. And so we're literally witnessing the system crashing. Um, I got a lot more, uh, a big one with Saudi Arabia and what's going to happen with oil and the dollar. Uh, maybe the final stake in the dollar. That's the one to talk about. I want to talk about Bitcoin and war. Can Bitcoin fix war? Can fix a lot of things. I want to talk about what Europe's trying to do with, with uh, cryptocurrencies that could really affect the future. Um, Deloitte, one of the biggest financial institutions in the United States, what they've recently said. I got a lot more to cover uh, when I get back. You're listening to The Mark Moss Show, talking about the intersection of finance, politics, and technology, talking about the decentralized revolution, trying to make it all sense, make sense to you. You can see it all in context. I'm going to be back with a lot more. Do not go away. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. All right, welcome back. You are listening to The Mark Moss Show. Talking you through the changes that are happening in the world right now. Talking you through the changes that are really being brought by three cycles converging right now. That's politics, finance, and technology all coming together. We're talking about the decentralized revolution um, that we're witnessing, that we're living through right now. And um, every day there's something really big happening. Before the break, I was talking about how um, the LME, the London Metals Exchange, canceled over $4 billion worth of trades. Basically just told a bunch of people, sorry, you, 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 don't, you don't get your money. I mean, they did that to save you know, Wall Street, save JP Morgan. And they destroyed the integrity of the system to potentially save a couple people. And this is just happening more and more and more. The United States is really trying to torpedo their own grip on the world. Of course, the U.S. dollar is the reserve currency of the world. What does that mean? That means that um, that it's the reserve currency. That means that nations around the world hold their wealth in dollars. If you're a, if you're a, if you're a nation, you have hundreds of billions of dollars. How do you hold that? <laughs> well, you you probably hold some gold, um, and you also typically hold U.S. dollars and U.S. dollar treasuries. And um, when the sanctions started and the United States basically um, seized Russia's bank accounts, Russia being one of three global superpowers. Now there's other superpowers with nukes. Uh, Russia's one of three global superpowers with nukes. Um, the rest of the countries are tier two, though. Um, but if you're Russia, one of three global superpowers with nukes, and your bank accounts got frozen and seized, if it can happen to Russia, it can happen to any country in the world. And the other countries around the world said, well, shoot, we don't really want to hold our, all our savings in dollars anymore. That doesn't make any sense if they're just going to take it from us. And so the whole world's trying to figure that out. Now, if I take you back in time a little bit, if you watch any of my content or listen to me on a regular basis, you know that I love to talk about history. I love the historical context of this. And so if we go back in time, in 1944, the entire world's financial system was reset in what was called the Bretton Woods Agreement. And basically, um, the dollar would be backed by gold. $35 would be exchangeable for one ounce of gold. And then all the currencies of the world would be backed or would be pegged to the dollar. So the entire world was on this gold um, system. And it worked really well because um, 
you can't just artificially create more dollars because you'd had to have the gold. Well, in 1971, then President Richard Nixon removed the dollar from the gold standard. And when the dollar was removed from the gold standard, then all the other currencies of the world that were pegged to the dollar were also removed from the gold standard. And so then why would anybody use gold? I mean, I'm sorry, why would anybody use dollars? And so the whole system got shaken up. And a couple of years later, we entered into what was called the petrodollar system. And the petrodollar system basically said that uh, the whole world needs oil and Saudi Arabia produces all the world's oil. And so what we'll do is the United States will make a deal with Saudi Arabia where we promise, the United States promises to always take care of you. And this might bring uh, answer some questions as to why the U.S. is always trying to take care of Saudi Arabia. Uh, you might remember after 9-1-1, after 9-11, um, then President uh, Bush was secretly flying uh, Saudi people out of the country um, when no one was allowed to fly. Um, and this is why. Um, so the United States basically promised to always have Saudi Arabia's back, always, always protect them militarily, etc. if Saudi Arabia would always sell, always price oil in U.S. dollars. And since the whole world needed Saudi's oil, the, the U.S. was able to maintain the U.S. dollar reserve status through what's called the petrodollar. But the petrodollar is dying. The petrodollar is changing. And it changed rapidly right before our very eyes this week. As a matter of fact, uh, per Yahoo News, Saudi Arabia reportedly is considering accepting yuan, Chinese currency, instead of dollars for oil sales. And don't, don't, uh, don't underestimate how big this news is. Um, a lot of times when you see this stuff happening in real time, you just don't really get it. Um, but when you look backwards in time, you can see these key points in time that were really instrumental and pivotal. And this is one of those. So we see it says Saudi and Chinese officials are in talks to price some of the Gulf nation's oil sales in yuan rather than dollars or euros. Um, it says that nearly 80% of global oil sales are priced in dollars since the mid 1970s which is when the petrodollar was put into place. Uh, the Saudis have exclusively used the dollar for oil trading as part of a security agreement with the U.S. government. This is reading from a Yahoo article. Um, and so there you have it. Now, the talks are the latest in ongoing effort by Beijing, both to make its currency tradable in international oil markets and strengthen its relationship with the Saudis specifically. Oh, there we go. So um, the U.S. had this deal and now it's all falling apart. China has weaseled their way in there, and they've uh, been aiding them with construction of ballistic missiles and consultation on nuclear power. Um, and at the same time, it says uh, the Saudi-U.S. relationship has been increasingly frayed in recent years. Um, there was an, an assassination of a journalist in 2018 that caused that problem. And then uh, President Biden, who has said the assassination should make the kingdom a quote unquote pariah. And so, uh, things have just been falling apart with Saudi Arabia. Biden's comment to them, uh, really seemed to throw them over the edge. And so we've seen this starting to fall apart. Of course, like I said, China has moved in. Um, Saudi Arabia has now started moving oil over to China, providing 1.76 million barrels of oil a day to the country last year in 2021. Um, but now, like I said, um, selling it outside of the U.S. dollar, which I said 80% of it is in U.S. dollars. This is a 
big, big, big deal, especially if you're in the United States. Well, it's really for the whole world. I mean, if the world's reserve status changes, the entire world changes because it's the world's reserve status. So not just as the United States person, it happens all over the world. Um, this is something big that you need to be paying attention to. So that's why I'm bringing it to your attention. Um, the world's changing. Now, what will be the new reserve can we really trust any nation? I mean, nobody trusts nobody trusts China. So they're really going to use the Chinese yuan. Um, and this is where I think uh, Bitcoin comes into play. Of course, gold's still in play there as well. Um, but this is big news. The world that we know it is changing place. And a lot of this is the catalyst is this war, right? This war that's happening right now. And um, it's, the, it's, 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 it's the catalyst, like I said. Um, First, the sanctions. We kick everybody out of the financial system. Those people that were kicked out of the financial system now have to find another way to survive. They're not just going to go die. So how do they continue to survive? Well, we can't use the U.S. dollar anymore. We have to find something else. And then um, then we say other nations, now you can't trade with Russia either, but the other nations are like, but shoot, we still need their supplies. We still need their food. So Russia and Ukraine make up about 30% of the wheat and corn for the world. So the rest of the world needs that. And it's like, well, shoot, like we kind of need that. And like you're making a sanction them and then people start, you know, it starts falling apart. Next thing you know, uh, the petrodollar, which has kept the dollar's reserve status alive since we left the gold standard, falls apart. And the world as we know it changes right before our very eyes. Um, interesting, interesting news. Now, uh, there's some other stuff going on. There's uh, specifically there's stuff in the news this week where EU, the Europe, uh, Europe has been trying to weigh in on what they want to do with cryptocurrencies. Hint, <laughs> they want to put a lot of regulations in place on them. Um, a lot of regulations that could be very dangerous um, by holding back the technology, uh, dangerous in that way. Um, the technology is needed to make this world better. The technology is needed for our kids to use it. The technology is needed to increase the economy uh, and, and build out new places. Um, but they don't want it. They don't want to disrupt, the, disrupt their monopoly. I want to talk about a couple of things that they did. Um, one of them is just so idiotic that I just can't even believe they'd put this forward without thinking about it, which of course they don't. I want to talk about that. Um, and then I want to talk about some actual data that shows which way the market for cryptocurrencies is going. Uh, a lot of stuff when I come back, um, you listen to the Mark Moss show. I got a lot more. Don't go away. I'll be right back. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for for complete terms. Hey everyone, welcome back. You're listening to the Mark Moss Show. We're talking about, I'm talking you through, I'm trying to bring context to the world by telling you about politics and finance and technology. If you can understand how these three things feed into each other, you can understand what's going on in the world today. You can know how to navigate it, how to prepare for it, and all these things. Now, uh, before the break, we we talked about some of these giant catalysts that just happened that maybe don't seem that big when you're looking at them. Uh, but I can promise you in 10, 20 years from now, when we're looking backwards, these dates 
are going to be the key pivotal points. Um, if you've missed them, I'm not going to recap for you. Sorry about that. Uh, make sure you don't miss them next time. <laughs> or you can check it out on the Mark Moss uh, podcast. Uh, just search Mark Moss podcast or Mark Moss iHeart. You can find that and you can catch up there. Uh, so don't worry, I got your back. Uh, but like I said, these are going to be key pivotal moments. I mean, you do not want to sleep on these things. Um, and I and, and I just want to preface, I have, I have some more stories to dig into, but I, I want to preface that I mean, I know a lot of stuff I talk about is scary, and it is. Uh, change is scary. Uh, it leads the world to uncertainty. We don't know what the world holds in front of us. Um, but I do believe that it's, there's a lot of hope on the other side. So uh, while it's scary, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for the world. I think, I think the world's going to be a better place for my kids. I'm excited about that. Um, but, but it is uncertain, and uncertain is scare, scary. Um, the way that we beat uncertainty is with optionality. And so the more options that we have, the, the more equipped we are to deal with this uncertainty that we, that we deal with. Of course, one of the best ways to have more optionality is with money. And so if you can understand money, you can navigate money, you can keep your money through these turbulent times, you can come out on the other side of this much better. Um, and so that's why I spend a lot of time talking about it. I don't, I don't like to talk about money just to uh, pile it up in a big bank account, um, but rather it's for options for me, myself, and my family, and my friends. It's also so I can help other people. I love to donate to chari charities and, and, and do a lot of stuff that way as well. Um, but, it's, but it's an important piece, not, not to be greedy. Uh, I don't drive a Lambo. I, I could buy several of them, but I don't. I don't care about that. It's options for me, my family, et cetera, it's, and it's, it's to help other people. And hopefully you think about the same thing. So that's why we're talking about money. It's important. Um, and like I said, um, I believe there's massive hope on the other side of this. It's just we have to get ahead of this. Um, I was at a, as a, at a conference uh, a week ago. And one of the speakers was like, we just, we, just, we just can't die. We just have to stay alive. He said, our goal is to be like a cockroach. Um, and so if we can keep our money intact, we can keep our purchasing power intact. Over the next couple of years, we're going to have enormous opportunities. Um, and of course, one of, the best, one of my favorite places to put uh, money is in Bitcoin. I also still like to hold gold as well outside of the banking system where they could just take it away arbitrarily from us. Um, now, if you'd like to learn some strategies or hear from about, hear like exactly what's going to happen over the next couple of years and more importantly, what you should be doing about it, I am having a live conference. I'd love to have you come hang out with me in Dallas. Um, you can find information for marketdisruptorslive.com. I got like 15 speakers in the world coming to talk about what's going to happen and uh, what you could be doing to navigate it. I'd love to see you, meet you on the other end of this, marketdisruptorslive.com. Um, but uh, some of these rules are that they're that they're passing. There's changes that are happening super super fast. Um, the EU Parliament had a vote this week, which was so crazy, um, and they they tried to pass a rule that luckily didn't go through, but just barely. And the proposed rule would have been in effect; it would have banned popular cryptocurrency Bitcoin across the European Union. To ban Bitcoin across the European Union. That's massive. Now, it says the European Parliament's Economic and Monetary Affairs Committee voted on Monday to keep the provision out of a draft. So they decided not to do that. Um, but it was this comprehensive regulatory package for governing digital assets. And it sought to limit the use of cryptocurrencies powered by an energy intensive computing process known as proof of work across the EU's 27 member states. And here's the best part. The proposal met with a heavy backlash from crypto advocates worldwide. So um, crypto advocates, me, you, we are becoming a massive voting block. In the United States, we may become the biggest voting block, obviously in Europe as well. And that's super bullish. Um, the proposal met with a heavy backlash. That's what they state as the reason why. But listen how absurd this was. The proposal required all cryptocurrencies to be subject to the EU's 
quote, minimum environmental sustainability standards with respect to their consensus mechanism, end quote. So this proposal says that all you guys that are making technologies, cutting edge technology, not just technologies, technological revolutions. You guys that design this, these new technologies that are so cutting edge that will literally change the face of humanity, you have to you have to build this new technology to meet our standards. And we're a bunch of old people that don't know anything about technology and we didn't design it and we didn't solve any problems, but you have to somehow fit your technology to fit inside of our standards. I mean, it is the most absurd thing I have ever heard in my life. The rule proposed a phase out plan to shift their consensus mechanism from proof of work to other methods that use less energy like proof of stake. Wow. Let me let me let me let me unpack this a little bit for you. So so what does this mean here? Well, proof of work. So um, instead of having a centralized database um, like Bitcoin, I'm sorry, like Facebook has, instead of one database, you have decentralized database. You have a bunch of databases, thousands or hundreds of thousands or millions of databases, and those databases have to achieve consensus, meaning um, more than 51% have to agree that that transaction is valid. And Bitcoin uses something called proof of work. And that's where these computers um, log into the network and they mine Bitcoin and they help process transactions. And they say that they use too much power. Well, what's too much power? They say Bitcoin mining consumes um, more than uh, 20. I said uh, um, Bitcoin mining would rank 27th in the world of terms of electricity consumption if it was a country in itself. Okay. You know what else does too? Clothes dryers. Do we need clothes dryers? Uh, you know what else does? YouTube. YouTube does too. Do, do we need YouTube? So at, like at what point, I mean, we could say all these things like clothes dryers and YouTube do as well. Um, is that important? Which one's more important? Who's to say what's more important than the next? In my opinion, Bitcoin's more important than YouTube or Facebook or TikTok. It's just absurd. And they want to, these politicians want to regulate what these developers can do. I mean, it's just insane. Uh, but it doesn't seem to stop Bitcoin anyway. We saw this week that's an article on CoinDesk said that Bitcoin, uh, $1.2 billion worth of Coinbase, uh, I'm sorry, $1.2 billion worth of Bitcoin left Coinbase in a sign of, uh, of adoption. So basically, Coinbase is one of the largest Bitcoin um, exchanges in the world. Um, so basically, you can wire your money to, to Coinbase and you can buy Bitcoin. And a lot of people leave their Bitcoin on the exchange. But this shows that the Coinbase uh, shows their outflows. The amount of people pulling Bitcoin off the exchange has hit a new all-time high. As a matter of fact, it says a total of 31,000 Bitcoin left Coinbase last week, the highest single week outflow since 2017. Pretty big data. This is this is data from Glassnode. So Bitcoin is an open source database, so we can see all this data. So it's unlike any other asset out there. They went on to say, quote, large outflows like this one are actually part of a consistent trend in the Coinbase balance, which has been stair-stepping downwards over the last two years. And so over the last two years, more and more people are pulling their Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies off the exchange, as they should. Do not hold it on the exchange. We saw what happened in Canada when people got their bank accounts frozen. We saw what happened in Russia when they got their bank accounts frozen. And you can get your bank accounts frozen if you have money in the bank. You can get your Bitcoin frozen if you have your Bitcoin on an exchange. But if you take your Bitcoin and your cryptocurrency off the exchange, then of course you have it. 
and nobody can stop that. It says that the past week's outflow has pushed the number of coins held um, on Coinbase to a four-year low. Um, they still have 650,000 of them, still have a lot. It says the balance held across all centralized exchanges has dropped to 2.5 million. It's the lowest number since 2018. The decline in exchange balance means fewer coins are available for liquidations on the exchange. In other words, the sell-side liquidity is drying up, suggesting scope for a sharp move on the higher level. So supply and demand. If there's less Bitcoin that can be sold, what happens? Um, supply and demand. If there's more demand, less supply, the price goes up. But the key piece here is that more and more people are pulling it off of the exchange. And you should too. Like I said, let Canada be a lesson to you. Don't go away. I got a lot more to go. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. All right, welcome back. You're listening to the Mark Moss show. We're talking about talking about the we're talking about a lot. <laughs> I cover a lot on the show. I like to talk about the converging cycles of politics, finance, and technology all coming together. I'm talking about the way the world is transitioning into a decentralized revolution and what that means. So you have to kind of look at it from a bunch of different angles. Now before the break I was talking about um some regulations over in Europe that were just completely idiotic. And they were trying to uh, basically change the, they're trying to limit the, the amount of progress that uh, new technology is having by saying, no, you can't invent these kinds of things. You can only invent these kinds of things, or, or you can invent new things, but it must fit within our own little box. That's just not how it works. That's not how that's not how progress works. That's not how inventions work. Um, it's just completely crazy um, to think of it like that. Um, but that's exactly what they're doing. They were trying to limit a, a consensus algorithm for Bitcoin called proof of work. And um, it just doesn't work like that. And the data and the numbers they have is completely wrong, which is crazy. Um, but it you know, doesn't stop them anyway. They continue to go from there. Uh, they continue to be even more crazy. And they went on, um, there was another one that says here, the, the, the NCA, the chief of the NCA claimed uh, or wants to regulate coin mixers but the crypto industry is already one step ahead. It says the chief of the NCA claimed that coin mixing services offer a layer of anonymity and protection to criminals looking to launder and wash their dirty funds. So what does this even mean? What does this mean, uh, coin mixing? Well, if you have Bitcoin, because Bitcoin is on an open source ledger, you can see some of the data. Now, it's, it's not easy, uh, but there's companies that specialize in this. So for example, a company like Chainalysis, and they make this software the big exchanges like Coinbase could use, um, and it can and it can it can it can basically go through all the open source ledgers, and it can start to harvest the data, and it can start to kind of put it all back together, um, and it can start to try to kind of figure out some things. And what happens with coin mixing is I can put my my coins into like a mixer, and a bunch of other people put their coins in, and then it mixes them all together, and then it redistributes them back out until now the history is now obfuscated or it's gone, it's hidden. 
And they're saying that uh, people using these coin mixing, mixing services offer a layer of anonymity and protection to criminals looking to launder. Well, it does offer a layer of anonymity and protection. Um, it does, yes. But does that mean because I want anonymity that I'm a criminal? Automatically? Because I want privacy? Now, cash has anonymity. I can use cash. I can spend my dollars anywhere I want. Does that automatically make me a criminal? Am I am I a, am I guilty until proven innocent? I thought at least in the United States I was innocent until I was proven guilty. I get it. Like um, I could potentially use my money and I could do something illegal, but there's crime. I mean, there's there's that that that's, that's a crime and that's already illegal. Hence the name illegal. The money isn't illegal. I could also drive my car on the way to do something illegal. Should we also ban and outlaw cars? I might also actually eat some food on my way to do something illegal. So should we ban food as well? See, we already have laws in place for things like that. So uh, what they're saying here is that uh, anyone who wants to do coin mixing, because of the, the they, they want the anonymity, they must be using it to launder their dirty funds. They want to say the United Kingdom's National Crime Agency, the NCA, National Crime Agency, seeks to regulate the crypto coin mixers under the country's laws against money laundering. Coin mixing tools are popular in the decentralized world as they maintain the privacy of transactions. These tools often mix several transactions to obscure the origin of a, of a particular transaction. Um, okay. Again, cat. I mean, cash does the same thing. I don't have to mix it. Cash preserves my anonymity. That's the whole point of cash. Now, this is <laughs> this this is brand. This is a brand new thing. For the entire history of the world, money was like commodity money. So gold was money for five thousand years. Before gold, we had seashells, we had rocks, we had feathers, and I would go collect those rocks, feathers, seashells, or gold. I would hold it and I would transact with it, and that was all done in a decentralized fashion, and it was all done anonymously, and everything was fine. It wasn't really until about 20 years ago, and when the uh, during the 9-11 World Trade Center um, incident, that uh, the United States passed a bill that took away more freedom than any other bill in the history of the world, and that was called the Patriot Act. And then the government wanted to see every single transaction you ever did. They wanted to limit the amount of cash because um, now to the point where they want to look at all bank accounts that do more than $600 because your $600 could potentially lead to terrorism. Never mind that uh, the United States just gave uh, the Taliban you know, more Black Hawk helicopters than the UK has. Never mind that we gave them billions of dollars. Never mind that. Um, your $600 could be the cause of that, supposedly. But really, this was never a problem until 20 years ago, until they really wanted to do this. And so um, cash, like I said, always pervert, per preserves that anonymity. And there's no reason why uh, Bitcoin was designed to be digital cash. And anybody who thinks that we have to know, it's called KYC, know your customer, doesn't understand economics. You see, um, if I'm going to do business with you, with your business, I have to know you. I know that your business does good business. I know your product, your good will be, will be, it'll be a good product or service. I know I can trust you to deliver the quality, et cetera, but you don't have to know me. That's why we have money. 
You give me money, I give you the good and service. I don't need to know. You know, in the old days, we didn't have money, and so I would keep a ledger. I had to know everybody in town, and I'd say, okay, John owes me this, and Rick owes me this, and Marty owes me this. I'd keep a ledger. I had to know those people, but cash removes that. We don't need to have that. Oh, no, but, uh, you know, for, 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 for potential crimes, you could, you could commit crimes. Yeah, but we have laws against that. We have laws against crap against that. So this is a new problem. It's interesting to see what happens here. Um, again, uh, more politicians passing more arbitrary r- rules to limit the um, you know progress. Now, uh, Christine Lagarde, formerly head of the IMF, now head of the ECB. Your uh, IMF is International Monetary Fund. The ECB is the European Central Bank. She's an actual criminal. Actual, like she's actually been <laughs> found guilty of criminal charges, actually. And she runs the European Central Bank. Um, And she said that, uh, if I can quote it, let's see if I can quote it. She said that um, progress is a threat to our financial stability. That's what she said. Progress is a threat to our financial stability. Um, No, 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 no. (laughs) Progress is a threat to your financial monopoly. That's what it is. We want progress. Progress only happens when something better comes along. It's called creative destruction. Something new comes out that's so much better, a thousand times better, that it kills the old way. So, for example, Kodak had been around for 100 years. Digital cameras destroyed Kodak. I mean, film was great. It allows to take pictures. I, I appreciate that. But, you know, digital cameras are just better. Progress changes things for the better. And yes, it would change the money supply for the better. And yes, it would cause you to lose your financial monopoly. So it's not that progress destroys our financial stability. It destroys their financial monopoly. Uh, Very rich to hear that coming from a literally convicted criminal who runs the European Central Bank uh, to talk about that um, and how your potential uh, using Bitcoin anonymously could be um, because you're a criminal. Remember, we're supposed to be innocent until proven guilty. Now, they want to impose these KYC know your customer regulations on you so they can just track everything. So that means that you have to give them your driver's license and your passport and your home address and all these things in order to buy Bitcoin. And then when you want to convert Bitcoin back to fiat, you also have to do the KYC know your customer as well. And then if you put your information in when you buy it and you put your information when you sell it, then these softwares like Chainalysis can put all your transactions together and figure out who belongs to what. Now, of course, if we if we if we get Bitcoin without KYC and I spend Bitcoin without KYC, which is of course the way it's supposed to be, then they can't ever put that data together. Um, you're listening to the Mark Moss Show, talking about the intersection of politics, finance, and technology, talking about the decentralized revolution that is happening. That's what I got for you today. Thanks for listening. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms.